Welcome to Let's Get Mary, the event and wedding podcast from a bride who's been through it all and the founder of Mary, a day of coordination company. We operate from a place of no judgment, but we're ready to share our wedding opinions. We can totally be traditional, but we love a twist on a classic. Think of this as your safe space to be completely in wedding mode. Yeah, let's give the bridesmaids a break, right? This is also a place to hear about the best tips and tricks to planning an awesome party. And we love a party. So let's begin. Let's get merry. So... Who are we? Hi, I'm Sam. I grew up around fashion and hospitality, two very different industries, but both always had my interest. My dad's always been in the retail space, and my mom used to manage a restaurant when I was a kid, so it was totally normal for me to be doing my homework there until I started working and ended up bartending my way through college. I still love crafting an awesome cocktail for my friends when I can. I started off in the fashion PR industry where I put some great events together for different companies and ultimately ended up working at a hospitality company for about four years where we kicked off really cool concepts and I started a digital marketing company in the process with them. I now work in marketing for a plus size fashion company and I've always liked to think that I'm a creative person. I always have a passion for decorating and just really appreciate a well thought out event because I'm often the one racking my brain weeks prior to any event I host to make sure everything is just so and all the details are well thought out. Which is why I loved every moment of planning my wedding and executing it in the perfect detail. I got married in 2018 after a two year engagement to my college boyfriend Joel in an upstate New York vineyard during October. I'm still swooning over every moment. And I'm Mia. I am the founder of Mary, an event and wedding day of coordination company. We take away all logistical stress from those at the center of a celebration, ensuring you and those closest to you can have the best wedding days ever. Six years ago, I had just graduated from college and was feeling a bit lost with my job search and my brother was getting married and I helped plan my sister-in-law-to-be's bridal shower. And on the train home, I started an Instagram to show off what I did for the event. And it really all started from there. And then I got my first job, which was in community engagement and customer experience. And I got to know a bunch of girls on the sales team who all got engaged around the same period of time. And the first one had been a wedding planner. And so she knew that I had done events through college and through the LGBT Film Fest of Connecticut, but never a wedding. And she said, listen, I'll teach you everything I know. Can you be my day of coordinator? And I owe so much to her. Her name is Courtney. Shout out to Courtney that I really from there was given the opportunity to jump from having event experience to going over to the wedding side of things. So then from there, we have had Mary, where we are doing weddings in New England, tri-state area, New York City. The majority of our weddings have actually been in Brooklyn, funny enough, but we will travel wherever you need us to go. And we really have a love language for logistics, taking all of those small moments that are going to be absorbed by a family member or a friend, 
putting it onto an ancillary person. We are also here for all of the venting, all of the advice, all of the support that you need when everyone in your life is sick of hearing about your wedding and you know they're sick of hearing about your wedding. That is what we are here for. Ian and I went to college together. Shout out Manhattanville. Go Valiants. Go Valiants. <laughs> I think where me and I really connected was I needed someone who was super detail oriented and then I knew would execute everything the way I perfectly organized and, and planned my wedding. And so knowing her from Manhattanville, knowing that she had her ducks in a row, knowing that she was class president, always well organized, she was that type of person that people would go to for help. And even if she didn't have the answer, she would look for the answer. I knew that I needed to rely on someone and she executed my wedding as expected flawlessly and i think i don't know about you mia but after my wedding it almost felt like there was this void of like oh my gosh <laughs> i need to talk to mia we just had this connection of we both appreciated how detail oriented we both are and exactly. how organized we are and i'd say that's where it all began it's true it's true i remember when you called me and i was thinking about my first kind of impression of you and who you were in college. And I said this to your mom at your wedding. My memory of you is Sam always donated to the fundraisers that I needed her to donate to. Yep, you were yep. always there and you were always down, down to do it. And doing your wedding with you was so fun because you gave me exactly what I needed. When we are planning, it gets tough sometimes if it's hard to get brides or grooms to give you the answers that they need. And that's that wasn't the case with Sam. It was just perfect and your wedding day was flawless, but we will talk much more about your amazing wedding day. And then after that, it really grew into, okay, we need more coordinators. And I knew Sam had done events. And so I asked her to come on with Mary and she's done events by my side and on her own now. And so I've kind of stolen her from the bride world to now be on the coordinator side of things. And now we're starting a podcast. And here we are starting a podcast. <laughs> Each episode, we'll choose a topic and come to the table with our perspective based on our experiences. We're prepped with advice, money-saving tips, and behind-the-scenes stories of weddings. But first, an ode to Sam's bartending days. Each episode, we'll be enjoying a cocktail and sharing the recipe with you. This is the perfect place to get those custom cocktail ideas. So today, we're celebrating with an elderflower spritz that's with champagne, St. Germain, muddled cucumber, and mint. There's also great ways to do this on a non-alcoholic version. You can take club soda, muddle some mint, and cucumber. Okay, so you know your drinks. I am not, I'm the girl that orders the same beer at every place I go to. When we had our spring weekend at Manhattanville, everyone would say, you're such a bro, because all I would drink would be like, Bud Light. I am boring when it comes to drinks. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, what is Saint Germain? I don't even know what that is. Totally. So, Saint Germain is an elderflower liqueur. It's it's that oh. florally taste. That's what you're tasting right okay. now. Okay. Because I like it. Because it, it reminds me of champagne, which <laughs> like I love beer and I love champagne. Those that's that's Mia. Perfect. Um, but I also love that. Sam decorated this with like this cute little cucumber and mint and we'll post all these pictures of our drinks and the recipe on our Instagram. But I love that as you're drinking it, you smell the cucumber. So that also brings in the other flavors of it. It's yep. so good. It's supposed to be light and florally and really great for summertime. I love it. This would be the perfect custom cocktail at a wedding because it's all about the champagne. Which cheers, guys. Weddings are cheers.
So today we're talking about weddings in 2020. The Knot ran a survey this past spring and 96% of people said that they're going to move their weddings. 65 were hoping that they were going to push back to a later date this year and the rest plan to move to 2021 or were undecided. Undoubtedly, it's been a wild year for wedding planning. Should we go forward with plans, cancel, postpone, reduce numbers? I know, I feel like you just mentioned weddings or even like imply that you're engaged or planning and the whole room just goes oh i'm so sorry and i'm like no it's okay like we excited it is and it's all gonna be okay so i wanted to come to the table today to talk about the comfort and safety side of things comfort for your guests comfort for the couple of course family and operating from the place of a coordinator that's what is most important to me i think from a couple perspective i totally get that it's the emotion it's you've been building up from this but an event planner has to look at this in the way of we need to protect everyone involved. This is a business. We we don't have the emotional side of things. We, we kind of have to take the emotion out of it. So um, I definitely wanted to share and get your thoughts, Sam, on some of these comfort and safety measures. Right off the bat, the, one of the best things that I've seen on Instagram and Pinterest is this bracelet rule. So if you decide to go forth with your wedding, having bracelets to signify what level of comfort you have. And the disclaimer being, if someone is super incredibly uncomfortable, you have to be okay with that. So that's really the first thing. If you want a wedding to happen and you want everyone to be there, you need to move your wedding. It's not fair to not understand that people have to say no right now. Totally. And if you're gonna be disappointed in that, you are totally valid in being disappointed in that. Absolutely. But you gotta move it, right? Back to the bracelet thing. So. You can have green bracelets for those who are okay high-fiving and hugging and shaking hands and being within six feet or not masked or something if it's an outside event. Orange is kind of that middle of the road. You're okay being there and you're okay being within six feet or something like that. Then red would signify for whatever reason you need to keep a six-foot distance, but you are there to still watch the event happen. No one needs your explanation. And the bracelets really take that out. If you're com- uncomfortable for whatever reason, you either don't go or you just wear a red bracelet and you get to keep your distance. And you know, you. no one can come up to you and just ask for a hug, right? Totally, totally. So I think that's really important. I think it's also really important to chat with all of your vendors if you're planning whatever restrictions or a level of safety that is important to you and also what your venue is wanting you to do, making sure that anyone serving food has the mask over their mouth and nose if there are temperature checks required at your venue something like that giving the guests a heads up that their temperature will be checked having these safeguards in place is the way to go about it and if you're doing a wedding that's in your parents backyard or something like that then you can also figure out what you want to do but you're also probably bringing in caterers so you do need to talk with them of like what what are you doing and then if is it up to par do you want to have extra safeguards in place do you want to put plexiglass between this person getting food in the buffet or something like that. I mean, I don't. It sounds like a lot, but it's it's the world we live in now. Yeah, it's it's reality. And but again, there's always the option to wait. Agreed. There really is. Agreed. And we totally recognize that not everyone can wait, right? Right. Maybe it's a matter of a small wedding with friends and your close family, and then have your bash when it's you know things are a little bit easier. Yeah, I think you have to figure out what's right for you. And then also be realistic about what's right for the people that you're inviting and expecting to be there. Right. Right. I think a silver lining of all of this is if you're going to go forth, 
the budget shuffle is kind of an exciting part of this. You know, granted, and my brain for everyone listening to this who's planning, that you got some money back if you're you were gonna have a couple hundred person wedding in, in a venue and you're doing something different now, you probably got a large chunk of money back. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. And so then you have that to play with. I've seen the most beautiful, crazy floral installations and like structures over the ceremony because if it's a reduced amount of people or something, you can play with the event design way more. And maybe you were gonna do a floral design, which like, hey, Venmo me some money if you were gonna do a floral installation. Just give some ideas away. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen people's <laughs> budgets, I know how much those are. But it's just the excitement of like, flipping things around and looking at it different and if this is how you want to go forth like still make it great for you and think about those things that wouldn't have been in the cards with the wedding that you thought you were going to have this year totally or invest your extra money and go on a crazy honeymoon once the world opens back up right right um also okay so contracts we kind of touched on this so a lot of vendors mary included as we know has an act of god clause that's an impossible to overcome event that happens and there is that clause of if something like that happens you don't have to pay you are not expected to pay but a lot of these vendors as we know as we've been hearing about if they've been paid refunds might not be available what we have read and research is that act of god clauses don't include public health emergencies so making sure especially from now forward we have language in contracts, whichever side you are on, to mention public health emergencies right. like this. And that's if transportation is shut down, you can't cross between state lines, if you can't have a certain number of people inside a venue anymore. Having that to protect yourself is really, really important. I'm also finding that, I had a couple ask me about this this week, of asking to see my clause mm-hmm. in our contracts. And I said, listen, like, I'm refining this as we all are going right. through this. Like right. this is still, I know it feels five million years long, but this is only a couple months into all of this. Totally. So if you want something worded differently, just chat with your vendors and, and make it up to par. Is one vendor have a better one than another? Share it with that person because if they're anything like Mary, they're trying to figure it out as they go. Right. Now, have you had any instances with couples who've had issues with other vendors of not being able to? No one that is signed with us, to be honest, but I have heard of some family friends, actually, they have to go forward. They tried to go the small wedding route and it was either lose the money or just wait. So I'm also thinking that another silver lining, I guess you could say, of all this could be the digital future of weddings. Sure. That we've all been there where it's like the brother-in-law holding the phone. Someone's on FaceTime. The bride's walking down the aisle. And like and the, so the back is in the way. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so bad. That someone's FaceTiming in a relative that couldn't be there. And then you're only seeing like where that person's sitting in the room, right? Wouldn't it be amazing the same way that a lot of these mini ceremonies are doing of having the camera in the correct spot on the zoom and then the couple comes up to the camera after it says hello wouldn't it be awesome if we had similar to a videographer but a dedicated person to zoom in the wedding and have the right 
views and make sure you can hear properly because I think that's another thing that's probably always hard. And then also having that moment of the couple being able to go up and say, hey, Aunt Judy all the way in Minnesota. Because they're, every single wedding we've done, there's always a family member. There's a grandparent who's celebrating from afar who's mentioned in the ceremony or something like that. Like, regardless of all this craziness, there's restrictions and we love you so much. Financial things that come into play of not everyone can come to your wedding. And wouldn't it be so cool to be able to have this in place? Boom, there's your Zoom link. It's on your wedding website. And then someone is managing that for your day. Absolutely. It's definitely, until now, an untapped market that I think now is making everyone realize that we're sorely lacking in it. And Mm -hmm. what a great way, to your point, to include the people that aren't able to come or or so far away and just financially or whatever it really is to still include them in your special day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I think it's it's so easy to do it and you focus so much on the people that are there, which is definitely super important. But especially with these weddings that are gonna be bumped, you know, people might have conflicts, might have multiple weddings yeah. a weekend, might have multiple weddings a day. At least you can still zoom in and watch your friends get married. 2021 you know? is going to be a busy year. Okay, so the last thing that I definitely wanna bring up is the importance of taking care of yourself. Yep. I think everyone that is having to move a wedding, which just feels like a monumental task, it's so important to be surrounding yourself with positive people and to take the time to just be miserable for a moment if you need to and don't brush over the fact that you're moving a very important day. To that point, Mia, I think it's okay to be upset, right? I think Mm -hmm. there's there's so much going on in the world today. How can you even think that this is, no, like this is your huge day. This Mm -hmm. is the biggest day that you've been planning for. It's okay to be upset that it's not necessarily going to be the way that you plan. Yeah, it's true. You know, I actually heard this week that Beyonce, when she's upset about something, she takes 24 hours to be upset about it, and then she moves on. Of course. I know. I wish I could do that in 24 hours. I'm a dweller. (laughs) So, Sam, what details did you bring? So, today, talking on a different aspect and a way to get creative with how weddings are looking today and and still moving forward with weddings, but obviously being cautious of safety measures and just trying to put a unique twist to your special day. So first, kind of taking the ceremony and how we could do that potentially different. I was doing some research and I found this really cool, basically it was a round seating for for you and you would get married in the middle of the seating. So you're physically and actually quite literally surrounded by all of your loved ones. That's so cool. Um, And it's sparse enough where you're maintaining the safe social distance. Just a great way to get all angles and be make everyone in your your small ceremony feel so included then you're also guaranteed a good view exactly right and then because i feel like a lot of these these venues the traditional venues you can't just like it's not like a black box theater i don't know if you know what that is theater kid problems here nope sorry it's like (laughs) you like it's kind of like a raw space where like someone unlocks the door and like the theater the chairs can be in the middle or on the side or on on the other side where in a backyard wedding you could put chairs in the trees if you want. You can like, do whatever you want. Exactly. Get creative. Get totally creative. Another food option that I've seen is also really trending, but it's definitely can be considered as more of a cautious step is food trucks, right? Bringing in different food trucks. They even have bar trucks now, which Ooh. is right? really crazy. That's um, a good idea. Yeah. Everything's on tap or they have like a champagne truck. It's, it's oh, pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah. So there's definitely 
pretty cool stuff out there. Hmm. Maybe it's a giant Jenga and cornhole. Just like fun, long games for your guests. And we love our DJs, but maybe you're saving on a DJ, maybe you're doing a playlist. And so maybe it's putting that money that you'd spend on a DJ right now into creative games for your guests something like that mm -hmm. it's true like shuffling the budget i love the long game idea yeah. everyone loves long game everyone loves a good cornhole match mm -hmm. it can like you said replace the dancing right and i mean my heart i i, I love breaking it down on the dance floor you know that's like one of my favorite parts of going <laughs> to a wedding but for right now it's it's a good alternative and socialize yeah i think yeah. i think that's such a good point point. and then the last thing that is just venues so getting creative with your venues obviously a family backyard something that's super meaningful to you maybe it's a local beach maybe it's a garden that a local garden near you getting creative in that sense i was researching i saw a couple so cool get married in a drive-in and project their wedding on the live on the screen so everyone maintains social distance but could still be very much a part of everything going on i love that i think i might have seen a similar picture was it two uh, two brides in the yes. desert oh those pictures are amazing if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it definitely google it it actually reminds me of the vmas i don't know if you watched them i didn't but <laughs> i love the vmas but um love an award show but they had one of the performers i forget who it was performing a drive-in style group sponsored by a car company which was brilliant but it, that's such a good point because then you can literally drive in have your right. spot and leave and i also just love a drive-in and love the rebirth of the drive-in that like coronavirus has but brought also, us. it's just getting creative with what's in your area what's it's true. locally near you outdoors obviously preferable but mm -hmm. just get creative with it I, the options are really endless it's a shake-up of what you felt like you had to do or kind of what you got stuck into maybe you didn't really want the traditional and i think that is another silver lining of all this that like do what you want exactly. and also the fun someone's backyard or someplace that's meaningful to you that you wouldn't have had 150 people, but you're having 40. Yeah. How cool is that to be able to be like, that's where we got married. That's where mom and dad got married. So switching over to food, really emphasizing on single served food and cocktails. This has been kind of a trend that I've seen even when I was planning mine, but definitely something that you can do and it's still really cute. So take the champagne splits and put a paper straw in them and you're good to go. It eliminates the line at the bar, but also is just a cute carry around for, for your guests. The options are endless. Mini Patron bottles for margaritas and cute yeah you can get really creative with it each week we're going to hear an update from mia about mary we have had the majority of the 2020 weddings moved several people have done smaller events and we have one upcoming and it's truly in the perfect venue to do an outdoor mini ceremony it's on the water it's going to be absolutely beautiful you've been there before i've been there i love that <laughs> venue yep sam worked that venue last year and it's just amazing and there's going to be a big tent and everyone is on board with being as careful as we can and masks and everything and so really excited to see how all of that goes but i just love what our couples have done everyone's spirits really have been good i've been worried okay. about people and we have a couple next they move to next august and they are going to have these awesome rugs to create their um love a boho look yes their aisle and so they actually got married 
on one of the rugs this year and they had it in the center of their dance floor where they did like I think it was just like their first dance and so we'll also have that rug next year when we do oh. it which is really cool just it's like a thread throughout so Absolutely. yeah so lots of upcoming lots of 2021 things happening which is exciting so we are getting there and we're, we're doing okay thanks so much for getting married with us today we'll be back soon with more wedding hacks wedding opinions and all the advice you're looking for be sure to subscribe and let us know what you hope to hear about next thanks for listening to the first episode the first episode Ooh, we can't wait to do more thanks guys <laughs>